It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of course, the Christmas holiday is come and gone, but we are still talking about what I hope BYU had under the tree from my perspective when it comes to BYU football, basketball, and everything in between. We're also talking some recruiting updates and also BYU basketball up to number 14 in the country. We got it all on Locked On Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Want to say a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you all. Hope you had a fantastic holiday. I had originally planned to have an edition out for you guys on the 26th, but uh, it seemed like there's illness going around everywhere, and it struck the Hatch household on Christmas, so I was playing Mr. Mom for most of the day on the 26th. I decided I was going to take the day and then we'll get back to it and we're back at it today. So uh, apologies for the lack of an episode on Tuesday, but we are back at it. And let's talk a little bit about what's going on with BYU football. Now, with Christmas coming gone, obviously a number of us, hopefully all of you, uh, got what you hoped for, what you had on your wish list. And what I want to do on today's episode is talk a little bit about what I hope BYU has in store for them coming up uh, both, I guess, now and into the new year year with regards to some Christmas wishes, as it were, for the BYU uh, football program, even some ones on BYU basketball. The number one thing I am uh, wishing for is for BYU to embrace NIL more fully. Now, what I mean by that is BYU has been doing, I think, a pretty admirable job since the day that NIL was introduced. Remember, they were one of the two programs. It felt like them and Miami were out on the forefront of NIL and saying, hey, we're open to this, we're working on this. But since then, BYU's kind of kind of pulled back on the reins a little bit and haven't been necessarily as on top of things as I think they should be. Now, I'm not saying that BYU needs to go rogue in, in some of these circumstances where uh, programs have gone rogue, Miami among them, because they've had a booster and Evan Shapiro, who has apparently just been uh, kind of flouting all the NIL rules, if you believe what some people are saying. I'm not saying that BYU needs to do that, but what I am saying is that BYU needs to be willing to get into the game NIL-wise. And evidence of that, I think, comes uh, via the story. I don't know how many of you saw this, but uh, KOHN2, which covers Hawaii football out there in the islands, had a story on Braden Shager uh, announcing his return to play for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors next year after he entered the transfer portal. In the story, the only program that they reported he made an official visit to check out was Brigham Young University. But the kicker in that story was that there was a six-figure NIL deal put in front of him as part of his visit to BYU. So that's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars range. Well, that's a pretty healthy number, but if you believe what some of the coaches out there, most notably Matt Rule, are saying, when he's saying that a top-shelf quarterback is costing a million, million, five, two million dollars, that's seven figures. If BYU's not willing to go and really compete amongst the best and get a true impact starter type quarterback, what are they doing? Honestly, what are you doing in the NIL sphere? I know that BYU has boosters uh, out the yin yang who have deep 
deep pockets, and a number of them would love nothing more than to be more involved with BYU, and I'm sure they would be uh, willing to talk on the NIL's front in terms of helping out the Brigham Young University football program, basketball program, and everything in between. I'm not saying that BYU is anti-competitive. I'm not saying that they've fully pulled the reins and are not competing at all. I'm just saying, why not open the pocketbooks and allow BYU to really get into the mix and get a true impact player at quarterback? Any of you who have watched BYU football for any period of time know that when BYU has a transcendent quarterback, what I mean by that is a guy who has got bonafide credentials, NFL-type players. Think of Zach Wilson. Think of Jaron Hall most recently. Go back through the history. Ty Detmer, Steve Young, Jim McMahon, uh, John Beck, Max Hall. All of these quarterbacks had one thing about them that made them transcend. Is they had elite talent and they had full command of an offense. BYU last year didn't necessarily have a quarterback that had that, and they're play, paying the price right now, it feels like, in the NIL sphere with regards to finding one of those difference makers at quarterback. Now, could that difference maker be on the roster and just have not really been able to show what they're capable of quite yet? I guess that's a, in theory, that's a possibility. But there's a reason why BYU's back in the portal looking for a quarterback, everybody. So I think the NIL sphere needs to be embraced more fully. The other thing I hope for BYU, another Christmas wish I hope for them, is I'd like to see BYU continue to do what they did in the early signing window and continue that on into the national signing day in early February. And what I mean by that is Connor Pay came on the podcast last week and he said he felt like there was a very much defensive focus in terms of what BYU signed in the early signing window. And they absolutely did a lot of great work in terms of signing uh, guys that look like they have the potential to be impact players on the defense for BYU. Now what I want to see in this month and change leading up to the national signing day in February is I want to see BYU bring in some difference makers on offense. Find a quarterback in the portal. Find a running back. I think you need to find at least one running back with Aiden Robbins leaving the program. Go and find a couple of difference makers whether it be a tight end, some offensive linemen, whatever it is. Find guys that can make a positive impact on this offense. I'm not saying make wholesale uh, changes and bring in a, a large number of guys, but go out there and find guys that can come in and make an impact for BYU on offense because at times it felt like BYU's offense was a little bit punchless during the 2022, uh, excuse me, 2023 campaign, excuse me. You'd like to see that improve in 2024. I do like the weapons BYU currently has on the roster, particularly at wide receiver. I think there's a number of good players there, and there are a bunch of guys, by the way, that are coming back off of missions. I'm planning on doing an episode tomorrow uh, where we talk more about uh, some of the return missionaries that will be joining the BYU football program, and there's some very heavy hitters in that group. But counting on them to be those impact players right away seems a little foolhardy. So uh, I think that BYU needs to go out there and find a, a focus on offense offense in this second, I guess, signing period, whatever you want to call it, the recruiting window now leading up uh, to February. Now, the window opens back up, if I'm not mistaken, early next week, so you'll start seeing coaches get out back on the road and obviously uh, be out there recruiting guys, and we'll see how they uh, close up shop. Uh, I think it's February 7th is the National Signing Day this year, so uh, we'll see where things stand at that point, and we'll make more kind of a full uh, look at how BYU did in recruiting, but I'd like to see them uh, be more focused on offense. 
sense. Uh, number three thing uh, for BYU is I like to see BYU basketball continue to do what they're doing. And what I mean by that is this BYU basketball program has been very, very fun to watch. And I'd like to see them continue to share the basketball. Don't uh, get too uptight when it comes to Big 12 play that they feel like they need to shorten the rotation. And in all honesty, I want to see Mark Pope carry what he has done in the non-conference slate. And that's playing as many as 10 or 11 guys and really just carry that through the conference slate. Don't tighten it down. Don't get all uptight thinking, okay, we got we to really buckle down here. Play the same style of basketball you've been playing all season long and see what happens. I, I just I don't like the idea, and I've had some conversations with folks that we're going back and forth saying, well, BYU needs to buckle down and find the best seven or eight guys they've got and really make that the rotation. Why? Why would you change something that's been very, very uh, productive so far this year? Yes, Jackson Robinson has been BYU's best offensive weapon, and he's a bona fide NBA prospect, according to some people out there. Great, but guess what? Let the other guys around him go out there and show what they're capable of doing. If a guy has an off night, the best part about this BYU basketball program has been that there are other guys who have stepped up in those instances and have carried the load when a guy isn't necessarily producing at the level you expect him to on any given night. That's the positive for BYU. Don't don't screw this up. Don't don't go out and uh, try and uh, reinvent the wheel when you had a very good thing going here. And let's be honest, the, the Big 12 slate is going to be a murderer's row. It's going to be very, very tough for BYU. So why would you uh, try and really kind of lock yourself into something that's different than what you've been doing already. See what happens and learn the lessons that you're going to learn regardless uh, along the way and let these guys show what they're capable of. Don't uh, essentially give them the opportunity to play in the non-conference slate and then just kind of yank that away from them. That, that seems like a... a, a, a a losing prospect in many in many instances. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to that. And then the other thing, I guess the last thing Christmas wish real quick, is I'd like to see BYU continue to do what they're doing in all sports. And what I mean by that is continue to uh, just let these sports shine in their own uh, sphere. And what I mean by that is, is BYU football and basketball, men's basketball I should say, are going to take the lion's share of the interest from the BYU fan base. But the best part about the BYU athletic department right now is it is a very, very well-rounded athletic department in terms of overall success. Think of what the track and field, the cross countries, uh, cross countries, the cross country programs, what they're doing on the national stage. The women's uh, soccer program is absolutely killing it. Volleyball, same thing, men's and women's. The best part of this, if you're a BYU fan around the, uh, I guess in the fullest sense of the word, you've got a number of football programs, not not a number of football programs, a number of athletics programs in general that are doing very, very good things. And you can support uh, any sport number of these uh, sports and enjoy uh, the winning that is going on. But like I said, I want to continue to see that happen. I I do say that I think that more money should be shifted towards the basketball and football programs just because they bring in the most dollars. But nonetheless, it's really cool to see what BYU's athletic department is doing as a whole right now. Now, if you have Christmas wishes that you would like to see BYU uh, get or be fulfilled uh, coming up in the next year or so, I'd love to hear them. Uh, Drop them in the notes below on YouTube if you're watching this online or if you're listening to it wherever you get your podcast. uh, Drop us a note via social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at LockedOnCougars. Or you can send it to my personal Twitter. You can see it right here. Jacob C. Hatch, if you want to send it that way. Or email us. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. And better yet, join our subtext community. Uh, Send me a text. That's the best part about it is I get these um, instantaneously on my phone 
can fire back at you uh, with uh, clarifications or questions I may have on my end. You guys also can ask questions as well. It's a 14-day free trial to see if it's the right option for you. It's simple as that. It's a texting service. You can sit there on your phone, shoot me a text if you've got a, an idea that pops into your head, and I can get it instantaneously and fire right back at you. That's the best part about our subtext community. So uh, I would encourage you guys to give all of that a shot. Now, coming up next, uh, some recruiting updates. We talked about Braden Shager and that uh, six-figure uh, NIL offer that came uh, from BYU with regards to him potentially joining the Cougars. Well, a big-name prospect from literally uh, the backyard of BYU, proverbially, up in Salt Lake City, not Salt Lake City, excuse me, up in uh, Davis-Weber County area, excuse me, northern Utah, Falatel Satuala, Bountiful High School, a guy that BYU is hot on the heels of. What are the chances BYU lands him when he goes to the Army All-American game on January 6th? Well, looks pretty positive, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Now, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, eBay Motors is here for you guys when it comes to your vehicle. They want you guys to have the best options available to you guys when it comes to your car. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps you ride or die alive, my friends. And eBay Motors is everything to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts, you're number one ride or die. You always find exactly what you're looking for with eBay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit for your ride every time or you get your money back simple as that because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need to the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and keep your bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com it's all available now at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply and ebay guaranteed fit is only available to u.s customers Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Utah Community Credit Union. They have the, uh, the mobile banking app, Learn and Earn, that's paying your entire family to learn about money. Uh, simply put, we all want to be smarter when it comes to our finances and money in general. That's where Learn and Earn comes in. They break down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia. And every time a family member completes a topic, they can earn points that accrue and can be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against one another, compete against one another and track your progress on leaderboards. The best part is Learn and Earn is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app so you can play it anytime, anywhere. And the more you play, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the more you earn. Simple as that, everybody. It's all part of Learn and Earn, part of UCC's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of UCCU. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate all of you being a part of the show. Uh, like I said, if you have not signed up for our subtext community, please do so. It's really simple. It costs $4.99 a month uh, to have direct access to me uh, via your phone, literally in your text messages. would love for you guys to be a part of that. But I also want to give a shout-out real quick to Matt Moon. Now, uh, this hat I'm wearing, some of you may be seeing it on YouTube, uh, it's uh, from his uh, new company. It's called the Wasatch Hat Collective, and uh, he uh, passed this off to me at a BYU basketball game recently and Matt, I uh, wanted to thank you uh, for letting me uh, sport this for you on the podcast. I want to give you a quick shout out. Really cool stuff. And by the way, when I first saw this hat, you know what my first thought was? It's got some Lavelle Edwards vibes to it, doesn't it? It's got the, the script Cougars on it. Uh, Brigham Young spelled out. Like I just felt like I was thrown back right to the 1990s. I, should, I guess I should have a grumpy face. My arms folded like like Lavelle Edwards and like I should. that's what I should be doing uh, wearing this hat because it just it screams. Lavelle era. It's got the beat uh 
uh, the Beat Digger Cougar uh, BYU logo on the side of it. Uh, if you are interested in it, he, his uh, company is available on Instagram. It's Wasatch Hat Collective, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Yeah, Wasatch Hat Collective on Instagram. Uh, reach out. He's also got a Brigham hat also. It's in black and royal blue. So uh, really cool stuff. I wanted to give a shout-out to Matt. Uh, thanks for hooking, hooking it up uh, right here. On the podcast. All right, so uh, on the recruiting front, BYU is hot on the heels of Falatau Satuwala out of Bountiful High School. Really, really talented prospect. I have had the opportunity the last almost decade uh, to do what I call, well, not what I call it, it's what the uh, John Watson Chevrolet dealership, what they do is called the Northern Utah High School Football Player of the Week Award where I go through uh, the northern uh, Utah, uh, essentially from uh, Woods Cross High School all the way up essentially to the Logan area, so all the way up to Bear River, I guess, is, is kind of the idea. And we track the athletes in that area and award winners each week. Now, Falato Satuala plays for Bountiful High School, and there was some thought that for quite a while there that he was Utah's to lose. And I, I understand that. This is a kid who grew up in Bountiful. He's watched Utah do their thing over the last number of years, pretty, pretty much his entire life, let's be honest. Utah's been in the Pac-12, showing what they're capable of doing. Uh, but uh, thanks to Jay Hill and BYU's recruiting efforts, this has come down to essentially a BYU versus Utah battle for a kid who has got phenomenal talent. And why I talk about the Player of the Week award is honestly, all season long this past year, Falato Satuwala did something or some things, I should say, on the football field that probably got him nominated weekly when I sent out my list uh, to the John Watson Chevrolet guys about who I would nominate uh, to win the award weekly. He was a, our only two-time winner on the season. Uh, he won once during the regular season. We also rewarded him for one of his uh, stand-up performances in Bountiful's run. Uh, to the state title game, and he is a phenomenal prospect. This is a kid that could play any one in a number of positions. He's currently playing safety, and that's where a lot of people have projected at the next level, and that's great because he has the potential to be a day-one impact guy at safety. But if his frame grows out a little bit, I could very easily see him moving to linebacker. Could he play on offense? Sure. He he showed that he's got the the wide receiver, the the receiving skills, uh, maybe even as a tight end with just with how big of his frame is, uh, to be a guy who could be an impact player on offense as well. But I think if BYU and a lot of the 24-7 sports guys have put in their what they call the crystal ball, uh, uh, I guess what they they essentially project the future, and they've switched their uh, tone to saying that Falatau Satuwala is going to pick BYU. This is a guy that Utah desperately, and I mean desperately, wants to come into their football program. They're losing their two starting safeties, Sione Vaki and Cole Bishop, to the NFL draft. Yes, they have a Juco prospect coming in, and Nate Ritchie, a former Lone Peak star, uh, there to kind of step into the void, it looks like. But they really, really wanted a guy like Falatau Satuwala. He's a four-star prospect for a reason. It might be high three-star, depending on where you look at the national uh, uh, recruiting databases. But he has got all the potential to come in and be the type of player that Utah hopes and BYU would love to have in their defensive secondary. And it looks like BYU is going to win this. This is a head-to-head recruiting battle for BYU that could signal a little bit of a shift in terms of the overall momentum going locally towards Utah. Now, Utah did clean up in state this year. Let's acknowledge the fact that Utah, I think it was six of the ten, if not seven of the of the top ten ranked in state uh, that Utah cleaned up on. Great, uh, good job, props to them. But this is a, a bona fide recruiting win if it pans out the way it looks like it's going to pan out. Now, could Satuwala wake up tomorrow? 
and uh, changed his mind and said, I'm going to don uh, Utah red. Yeah, absolutely. That could still happen. But right now, 24-7 sports and a number of other people out there are projecting that BYU is going to win this recruiting battle. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal win for BYU to get Falatau Satuwala if they can land him. Because if they do, that is, like I said, a bona fide win head-to-head with Utah. And that would signal, I think, BYU being a Power 5 football program has got a little more juice in the recruiting world than some might want to acknowledge. And they, BYU even even did it with a losing season uh, going head-to-head with a Utah team that finished 8-5. and five. That is a big, big win for BYU. And we'll see if it ultimately comes to fruition. He's expected to announce that officially uh, where he is committing on January 6th during the U.S. Army All-American game down in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he's been kind of uh, really uh, playing it close to the vest, but when some of these big names in the recruiting world are projecting that he's going to pick BYU, I, 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 for one, I'm absolutely going to talk about that on the podcast. Now, also another update with regards to the transfer portal. I talked a little bit earlier about Braden Shager uh, announcing that he's going back to Hawaii. That takes one guy that BYU had interest in or reportedly had offered because uh, he made that official visit to BYU. He's going back to Hawaii to finish out his career. Where does that leave BYU in the transfer portal? Now, a number of you, we've talked about Gary Bohannon's name on this podcast and I've had actually a number of you uh, via subtext over the weekend plus that uh, we had with the holiday saying, Jake, what's the situation with Gary Bohannon? Honestly, I I don't know what the holdup is. I thought BYU was set to announce him as soon as Wednesday when they had their uh, signing class uh, locked, sealed, and uh, signed up. Uh, But I'm getting some sense. I'm, I'm not saying that this is I'm reporting this because this is just me uh, kind of getting a feel for things. Is I think BYU is slow playing it just a little bit. And what I mean by that is if you've noticed uh, since uh, bowl games have wrapped up, have you noticed how many guys have continued to enter the transfer portal after these bowl games have wrapped up? I think that BYU is saying, okay, Gary, we love you. We probably want to bring you in, but we're we're going to hold off for a minute here. We're going to see what our options are out there in the transfer portal, and that may burn them because Gary Bohannon could decide, you know what, screw it. I'm going elsewhere, but I think BYU's playing this the right way they should be. They're slow playing a little bit, seeing who else might enter the transfer portal because there have been other quarterbacks that popped up into the portal since bowl games have wrapped up that you've got to say, okay, maybe we take a look at that guy. Maybe we look at this guy. Now, let's go back to our original point today. If BYU wants to get one of their top guys on their board, and trust me, they've missed out on some of them because they've not had, apparently, the requisite money uh, that is required. And it sounds just ludicrous to say that NIL it's pay for play, but it is what it is. Let's acknowledge that. It's absolutely what it is now. You've got to be able to put a, a, a number in front of these young men uh, to garner f- uh, seemingly any interest from them in the recruiting process. But I think BYU's playing this the right way. They really uh, kind of dove headlong in last year, if you recall, with regards to Keaton Slovis. And let's be honest, Keaton Slovis led BYU to a 5-3 and three record as a starting quarterback. You can't uh, discount the fact that he led BYU to five wins this year. But they really locked in hit on they locked in on him early in the portal process last year and got him signed up and locked him in. I think they learned their lesson because there were some other quarterbacks that came onto the market after he signed with BYU. The BYU may very well have made uh, maybe another uh, taken another uh, look at those guys or maybe chased them a little more heavily had they not already signed Keaton Slovis. I'm not saying that BYU was unhappy with Keaton. I'm not saying that at all. But I think the way BYU is approaching this this year in terms of saying, okay, we got some interest here, got some interest there. Gary Bohannon looks like he may, very well may be one of uh, a BYU guy and would fit the system because he ran that system at Baylor. And his best year as a uh, college football quarterback was running that system and winning the Big 12 uh, conference title. Let's acknowledge what Gary Bohannon has accomplished in the offense that BYU runs. 
But I think that Aaron Roderick and, and his guys around him are saying, okay, let's make sure we get kind of look at all options here, and then we'll kind of see what see what ultimately shakes out. Braden Shager apparently had some interest from BYU. For whatever reason, it didn't work out, and now he's back uh, quarterbacking the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Best of luck to him. Uh, but we'll see where it pl- where it plays out. I think the, the my overall point still stands. I'm appreciative that BYU is maybe letting things shake out a little bit more, evaluating their options, and making sure that they find what they feel like maybe is the best option for them. And if they come back to it and it's Gary Bohannon, okay, so be it. We'll have that conversation when he is signed, sealed, and delivered, and we'll try and uh, make heads and tails of what ultimately panned out. But I, I, that's where things stand right now. Let me say, let me reiterate, that's not me having talked to anybody over the holiday weekend. I actually really unplugged uh, to a large degree uh, from a lot of stuff just to spend time with the, my wife and kids, and it was actually quite nice. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I'll get back after it this week, and anything I learn, I'll be happy to pass along to you guys. And the first uh, people that will learn about it uh, will be our guys on subtext, our subtext subscribers there we got 50 plus already going there love for you guys to add to it uh we've got a real big goal in the new year uh, to really build out that su- that subtext community and make it one of the places you want to be if you're a BYU fan all right coming up here in just a minute we'll finish out today's show some thoughts on BYU basketball they have risen back into the top 15 in the national rankings they wrap up non-conference play later this week when the Wyoming Cowboys uh, come to town we're talking about that coming up next right here Unlocked on Cougars. Now, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Perry Homes. Whether you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home, my friends, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Perry Homes has been Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities, home designs, and price points all designed to meet your needs, everybody. The best part is they have beautiful communities in Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah counties, as well as multiple communities in Washington County near St. George as well. They offer over 50 unique home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes. The best part is they have quick moving homes if you're ready to make the move right away and they're offering generous financing incentives through their preferred lender as well so if you're thinking about moving in the new year uh, check out Perry Homes my friends it's a great place to get on board uh, visit PerryHomesUtah.com that's P-E-R-R-Y PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods it's a great place to start for 50 years Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to remind you guys to check out the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league on a daily basis. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel now. All right, so BYU basketball is up to number uh, 14 in the country as the new eight. AP poll came out on Christmas Day, and congratulations to Mark Pope and company. It's really cool to see BYU basketball doing their thing. Got a big win over Bellarmine uh, as they beat uh, the Knights 101 to 59 on a fr- was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. 14,000 plus in the Marriott Center. Really, really fun. Uh, they made a season high 16 three pointers and route to that uh, blowout win over Bellarmine. Uh, the best part is BYU currently is ranked first in the nation in assist to turnover ratio, uh, a scoring margin, assists per game, and three point pointers per game. This is a BYU team. I think the whole story about them is still to be written, obviously, with the Big 12 slate on deck. But this is a team that has absolutely got the bona fides to be a contender uh, when it comes to the Big 12 Conference as it stands right now. Now, could something pop up, an injury here or there, that could really uh, damper a lot of the expectations for this BYU basketball program? Absolutely. But this is a team that is a far cry from being the 13th team in the Big 12 Conference. Now, could they have been uh, putting on this 
show and uh, it's all a facade and they're this gigantic uh, paper tiger that uh, is going to fall flat on its face, I, I suppose. But folks, we got an 11-1 team here. We have watched them play 12 games at this point. They've got one more non-conference game against Wyoming on Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock tip. Uh, after that, it's on. It's, it's Big 12 play. And we'll learn a lot a lot about BYU because they're one of six schools in the Big 12 currently ranked. Uh, Kansas is number two, Houston number three, Oklahoma's number 12, stunningly enough. Oklahoma was not necessarily expected to be that great. Baylor 17 and number 21, Texas. And oh, by the way, BYU number 14 right there. The top five teams in the poll remain the same with Purdue at number one, followed by Kansas, Houston, Arizona, and UConn this week. So not a lot of movement at the top, but BYU has got itself in a very, very good position. Now, where will they ultimately pan out? I can still see them sinking to as low as maybe 7th or 8th in the Big 12 Conference, but 7th or 8th in this conference, folks, is not like it was in the Mountain uh, the Mountain West or even the West Coast Conference days where you are you might as well just say, okay, thanks for the fun year, but we're off to the offseason. 7th or 8th in the Big 12 this year is probably going to put you, what, an 8 or a 9 seed? That is how good this conference is. And BYU basketball is absolutely balling out right now. It's fun to see. By the way, uh, we finally have enough games under the belt of uh, Ali Khalifa, he is now leading the country at, at 17 to one uh, turnover assist to turnover ratio. Uh, the cl- next closest is like 5.4. It's a guy up at Darius Brown, the second of up at Utah State. Uh, but really cool to see what BYU is doing on the basketball front. Do not discount what this BYU basketball team is capable of because they've absolutely, like I said, got the bona fides to be a, a real player in the Big 12. Yeah, they may not be a, a top four team in this conference, but they are definitely, they are definitely definitely not the 13th out of 14 teams in this conference. In fact, I would be hard uh, pressed to believe BYU doesn't finish outside the top half of this conference. If they sink to as low as 8th, might be a little bit of a disappointment, but nonetheless, an 8th place finish in the Big 12 this year very much has you dancing in the NCAA tournament, and that's that. That is a positive for BYU, and we'll see where it all shakes out. All right, so there you go. That's what I got for you guys on this Wednesday edition of the podcast. Once again, I hope you had a fantastic holiday, had a fantastic Christmas, got everything you wanted. If you got thoughts about what BYU's Christmas wish list should, should include, uh, no matter what it is, uh, drop it uh, now in our comments or send us a note, and we'd love for you guys to have your thoughts on that. Coming up on tomorrow's show, the plan is to talk a little bit about the RMs, the return missionaries coming into the BYU football program, and there's some heavy hitters uh, in terms of their overall uh, recruiting rankings. What could they offer to BYU soon as uh, next fall? We'll talk about that all ahead on our uh, Thursday edition of Locked on Cougars. See ya. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.